Hey everyone, and welcome to my podcast called What Am I Doing With My Life? Because honestly, I don't know what I'm doing with my life, and I don't know how to know. So I figured the best way to find out is to ask my close family and friends to see what they're doing and to figure it out from there. My hope is to find some inspiration and insight to see how it can resonate with me, and hopefully you too, so that we can all figure out this little thing that we call life. So without dragging this intro on any further, let's get into it. Hey everyone, and welcome back to my podcast called What Am I Doing With My Life? I'm your host, Jamie Soto, and today I have a really special guest for you, my brother, Vince Soto. Hey everyone. So as you know, this podcast is to try to figure out what I'm doing with my life, and I'm sure everyone has also felt that way too. So brother, when was the last time you asked yourself, what am I doing with my life? Uh, probably like this morning when I woke up. Okay, and walk me through that. Like, what do you mean? Well, I woke up and I looked outside and it was really ugly. And I thought, what am I going to do today? What am I doing with my life? So it wasn't really about like, what am I doing with my life? It was just like, what am I doing today? No, it was literally, what am I doing with my life? It was like a 11 o'clock in the morning. I was still laying in bed. <laughs> okay. So, how do you feel on a scale from 1 to 10 that you're doing in life right now? Um, When you look at it, it's like, you got to look at your own life and no one else's, right? So, like, for me, I feel like I'm absolutely crushing life. Really? Like, like okay, maybe not crushing it. Maybe like a, a good solid 8. A good solid 8. Yeah. Okay. I would say, so. Tell me why. Um, well, I think when I look at the things that I have in life, um, I have my own place, I have, you know, the love of my family and, and my friends, you know, food on the table, I have a job to go to every day, and I mean, I have nothing really to complain about. With all the things that I have in life, I, I feel like I'm crushing it. Okay, so what do you think would make it a 10? What would it take to be like yeah I have I'm rating my life a dime piece a 10 right now I you know I I don't know I mean I'm sure there's certain things that probably being more financially well off I guess I'm still working on getting some some debt taken care of but other than that I feel like I'm doing okay okay so what do you think has been your greatest accomplishment in your life? This is going to be really interesting because I've known you your whole life, but I don't really know what you rate your greatest accomplishment as. I don't even really know if I have like something I'm, I consider like my greatest accomplishment. Um, I think if I were to look back at my life, like future self, I would think like what did I contribute to life and like, what did I do that was, that I consider something that I accomplished? And I think working with younger people and helping people is something that I think would be something I, I consider as a great accomplishment. So I think being able to help through coaching and through teaching, and not just, not just in those aspects, but like at work, some of the guys that work for us are younger guys and you know, some of them go through things and ask me questions, not just about work, but about life in general. And I think, you know, some of them 
you know, said, hey, you know, what you told me really stuck with me. And, and I'm hoping that later on in the future, I can look back and say, like, that was my biggest accomplishment. Yeah, so I guess it would be, like, mentoring people yeah. in yeah. that aspect. Yeah. I wonder what you would be on, like, the Meyer-Briggs test. Do you know what that is? I have no idea what that is. I don't test well on anything, really. <laughs> <laughs> I had to go to special classes to take tests because, like, I would get distracted. <laughs> remember the star testing? Like, when you did star testing? Yeah. I remember one time I was sitting in class during the star testing, and everyone was taking this test. And I remember, like, the teacher saying, okay, you guys should all be on the part where you're writing your paragraphs. And I still had, like, 30 questions to go to, to that part. <laughs> and I realized because I, I sat there in class for, like, I don't know, maybe... 10 15 minutes staring out the window watching the janitor feed a burrito to a crow <laughs> like it was the craziest thing ever well those testing or those tests they're geared towards one specific kind of student it's not like geared towards everyone so i would probably be the same but the Maya briggs test is about evaluating your personality so according to this oh i'm sorry that tea was really hot over my lip <laughs> Brother. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I don't remember what I was saying. Here's the, the, the Myers-Briggs test, a personality test or something. Yeah, the Myers-Briggs test was is about like evaluating your personality. And then, yeah, that's just what it is. It evaluates your personality. According to them, it's like 16 different personality traits. Oh, right, right, right. Okay. So mine is I'm a campaigner. So a campaigner is like someone who like encourages other people, does well in team collaboration, things like that. So I bet or I wonder if yours would be something like a teacher or something. Because I think there is one that's like teacher slash mentor personality type. Hmm, I'll, where do you take that test? I think you, there's like a free one. You can just take it oh, online. Okay. Well, you can I'll do have... it after. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So... What is something or some things that you're really passionate about? Wow. Um, something I'm really passionate about. Everything. I, I feel like whatever it is I do, I put like my full effort into it. That's just how I've been growing up, right? Right. So I think like whether it was sports or, you know, whether it's something like going camping or fishing like I do my research I you know make sure I get the gear that I need or, or whatever it is I just feel like no matter what it is that I'm doing I put my full attention and passion into it yeah but like what specifically would you say you're passionate like not everyone is passionate in the same things that you're passionate about like even though you put a hundred percent or you're like whole heart into it um what is it I mean, they could be silly things. Like, I know you, you love Disney. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Okay. I, I, I would say maybe music. Even though I'm not, like, musically inclined, I don't, like, I can't play any instruments or, you know, I don't, I can tell you, you know, how to read music or anything. I just feel like music is something that drives my life. In what ways? In all every way i mean if i need you know I, ha I have a playlist for everything i have a wake up morning playlist that i listen to as soon as i wake up i have a like two different gym playlists i have a you know road trip playlist uh i mean music kind of like sets the mood or, or or the tone for like a lot of the things that i do 
This is true. You do have a playlist for everything. For everything. Dude. <laughs> I have like 30 different playlists on my Spotify account. What do you think? Which one is your favorite one? Um, I don't know. I have a current jams playlist that like every time I hear a song from somewhere, whether it be like on Instagram or the radio or whatever, I'll look up the song and then I'll add it to that playlist. Uh, that's one of my favorite ones, and I think like my reggae playlist, my island reggae playlist is probably, and my newer country ones. Those are like my top three playlists. Mm. So, what else are you passionate about besides music? Probably sports is another thing that I say I, I'm most passionate about. Mm-hmm. Grew up playing sports my whole life. You know that. Yeah. Um, you know. Why my, do you think you're passionate about sports? Because we were talking about this last night at dinner, so. I, I've, well, sports can teach you a lot of things. Of course, not just how to play the sport, but just in life in general. I learned a lot of life lessons playing sports. One of the biggest lessons that I learned was from a sophomore football coach, Coach Guerrero. Rest in peace, Coach Guerrero. He taught me the six P's. What are the six P's? Proper planning prevents piss poor performance. (laughs) And I swear, I use that saying till this day. The guys on my crew, like on my street closure crew, they know. Proper planning prevents prevents piss piss poor poor performance. performance. (laughs) Say that six times. I I, I memorize (laughs) that. It's, It's like ingrained in my head. And another thing he taught me was like, kiss. What's kiss? Keep it simple, stupid. <laughs> that is true. <clears throat> it's 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 true. It's like you know sometimes you do some of these things that you know whether it's at work or whatever, and you're trying to do all this stuff, and and sometimes doing too much makes it more complicated. Or if you just scale it down and keep it simple, mm-hmm. you know, it makes things easier. So uh, those are like two lessons that I've learned from um, sports. From sports, and then like something that man, I might get a little emotional right here, but. Um, my senior year, I remember Coach Sanchez was my running back coach, and um, I was kind of going through a tough time, and um, had some things happen in life that that <clears throat> kind of shook me and threw me out, you know, for loop. And <clears throat> man, I remember he told me uh, after practice, he knew I was having a hard day, and he came up to me, he said. Don't worry about what other people are doing or, or what's happened to other people. You're not that person. He said, be your own man. That's something that I feel like I've tried to live live by is don't follow what other people are doing and don't, don't concern yourself with what people are saying. Mm-hmm. Just do what makes you happy. I think that that's such a so, – so nice that you had someone – to like mentor you and guide you in that direction because I think that for a lot of young people they need some sort of support or direction in that kind of way you know right and that's that was a time where I also could have you know it was I was like 17 a senior in high school and you know we did some partying and stuff like that and that's I could have easily went down the wrong path and just kind of fucked around in school and not paid attention and this and that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I always remembered that and that always stuck with me. And that's something that I um, tried to <clears throat> live my life by. So, I mean, that's such a great lesson. I still struggle with that. You know, like 
in some of the decisions that I make, I think like, oh, well, what are other people going to say? Right. Or what are other people going to, um, like, what are other people's opinions? Or if what I are they make, thinking? Right. Yeah, if I make this choice. And I feel like a lot of the times I've let other people influence me and that's like on me you know right, like, right, right. people are free to say their own opinions but I don't have to necessarily listen to them so I can definitely relate to that a lot so like besides sports are there any other things that you learned from, from sports that make it like one of your passions another reason why I just think that um, sports can teach you a lot in life whether it's like I said, all these life lessons that I've learned, winning, being a, you know, a, a grateful, you know, someone who's, you know, someone who knows, you got to be able to take constructive criticism in life as well. And that's something that I've learned through sports. Um, that's interesting. Being humble, I think, is another one. Mm-hmm. I mean, just a lot of the things that I, I've i learned in life is, is through sports. You know, I, I almost all the important lessons I've learned were were either from someone that was a coach of mine or someone who, you know, coached with my dad who taught me something. Yeah. Um, and I think that's why I always try to help help out and kind of give back and pass knowledge along. You know, along the way is because it helped me so much that even though I don't coach anymore or I'm not teaching, mm-hmm. that you know maybe through work or just being someone's friend you know maybe i can help pass some sort of you know advice along to to pay it back yeah that's really interesting i know like from being in dance and cheer for so long that like there are so many things that i learned uh like life lessons that i learned like i know this is a simple one but always be on time that was (laughs) Just a very simple lesson to live by. Not even be on time, be early. Be early. (laughs) Another lesson I learned from a football coach is if you're you're early, you're on time. If you're on On time, time, you're you're late. late. Yeah. And like, to me, it's funny because, you know, through work, sometimes we get guys that show up late or whatever. And it's like, you know, I I tell guys all the time, like, that is the easiest part of the job. (laughs) Yeah. Like, Like, that (laughs) takes zero, zero skill. (laughs) Like, that's the one thing you you don't need any skill you literally it just takes a little bit of effort to wake up earlier and get ready and be prepared to get there early like you don't need any skill for that <laughs> like that's the easiest part <laughs> you know what I mean? that like, is so true yeah i don't understand how you make the easiest part of of a job the hardest one for you yeah like or like that people can even be let go for like continuously yeah being late and it's like how do you let that happen i don't know right i don't know um but anyways like i think another skill that i learned was to be confident in public speaking or like just performing in general Mm -hmm. you know going through all the competitions and you know cheering and all the head nodding (laughs) spirit fingers (laughs) yeah (laughs) spirit fingers um that like it gave me the confidence to just be like, to just go out there and that there's nothing to really be afraid of, you know? See, it's it's funny, though, like, how the two different sports taught you. Like, I, I'm i not very comfortable with public speaking. Yeah. But that's because in football and, like, wrestling, like, 
You didn't have to. Right, I didn't have to do that. <laughs> you didn't have to really. I mean, you have to perform, but in right, a different. Right, but way. in a different way, and yeah. I think that's why the sports that I played, you know, work to to my strengths now, like being a team player, being able to think on the fly or or work well under pressure. Mm-hmm. You know, those are things that you, I think, that I've learned through. Those are sports. good. Yeah. Good lessons. Yeah. yeah. Didn't even think of that. Okay, so let's go to the next question. Man, that was a long one. We were kind of rambling on that one. I like it, though. That's okay. what this is about. That's cool. So the next one is, what's something that you've always wanted to do? Oh, always wanted to do. I mean, traveling. I feel like that's very cliche, though. Like, everyone always says that. It's but, like, like is there more. anywhere in particular you want to travel to? Um, I would really love to go to New Zealand. Uh-huh. Um, I, I want to go there. I mean, there's a lot of places that I would like to go to, but that's like one of the places that I've always really wanted to go to. I don't, I don't know what it we is. We could be like the wilder people. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, and then like one thing that I I've always wanted to do was, I think more to since like in the last few years, it, it's really been something that I've been interested in was like starting my own clothing brand. Oh yeah, we've talked about this. Yeah. Whether it be like a fitness apparel, you know, fitness apparel company, or uh-huh. like something that I've the last probably few months has kind of really interested me was like you know I've been playing a lot more golf lately and mm-hmm. like golf apparel. Like I feel like golf apparel's you know it's owned by like the big businesses, mm-hmm. and there's not a whole lot of small businesses that that do it. Uh-huh. Um, and the ones that do do it, you know, a lot of their products are very expensive, uh-huh. and I just feel like that's one of the reasons why golf, I think, uh, it's gotten a lot popular this year, past year because of COVID. And that was like the one thing people could do outside. Yeah. Um, but I feel like one of the reasons why people don't get into it as much is because it's so expensive. Do you think that there's this stigma? I don't know if stigma is the right word, but that golf is associated with with wealth. That like people who usually play golf are... Well, that's... I mean, and for the longest time, it was like people that that were in country clubs, and you know, yeah. what I mean, like it was a a rich person sport mm-hmm. um, that was. Do you think it's still like that? No, I don't think so anymore. I mean, in some aspects, yeah, but I I think when Tiger Woods came in, mm-hmm. um, he kind of changed that whole. Like, idea. Yeah, idea and the the stigma of, like, right, where, you know, it was kind of known as, like, a rich white person sport. Yeah. Right? And then now, when you know, when Tiger came in, all of a sudden, here's this, like, super young minority. Mixed race. Right, mixed race guy who um, was just killing it. And (laughs) I I mean, like, golf blew up when he got big, and it kind of made things, um, you know, more... I think people of color, you know, myself included, I was a young kid. Yeah. Um, and just like average people that probably normally wouldn't have tried to play golf. Mm-hmm. Like representation in the sport. Right. Yeah. So I love the game, even though I suck at it. Um, it's just, it's very challenging. So what would your clothing line be? I don't know. Let's think of a name for it on the fly. It would be like... <laughs> Oh god, on the fly. <laughs> Soto and Coke clothing <laughs> golfing line. Well, I I remember I wanted to start like a 
fitness apparel company a few years ago uh-huh. when I started um, getting really into the, the whole fitness thing. I was working out a lot. I was losing weight. And, you know, I saw these different kind of clothing brands. And I was like, man, it would be really cool to, like, wear my own stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, I kind of wanted it to be like a um, lifestyle fitness brand. So not just fitness stuff, mm-hmm. but stuff you could wear, you know. Uh, like on an everyday right. basis. Like how girls wear leggings everywhere. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But like what, one of the names I picked was like Cultivating Culture. What is that? Oh, uh-huh. And For like what? For like a, my, like a lifestyle fitness mm-hmm. type brand. And I was like, eh, I don't know. I don't know if that will really. Cultivating Culture. CC for short. Yeah. Something, something uh, like that. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it may be something I get into. Um, I think, so, like, what's one thing that you can do today to take a step and not towards that direction? Oy, I don't know. (laughs) I think you should look into it. Yeah. Yeah, maybe I will. Yeah, because I think, or what... It's a pretty, um, not complicated thing to do, but there's a lot of work to put in behind it, like... Yeah. You know, making sure that someone else doesn't have that, some other company doesn't have that name. Right. Um, That's not that hard, though. Right. No, but there's a lot of other steps that you, then you gotta, like, once you figure all that out, then you have to find someone that'll, like, manufacture all these yeah. items. And that's, that part is. Finding a manufacturer. That, and then you have to, you have to put some money up front to do it because you have to be able to buy samples of stuff, right? Mm-hmm. So that way you can sample the products. You're so not it just... sounds like you've researched I've researched this. it, yeah. Uh, okay, cool. That's cool. Yeah, it's just... I'll uh, back yeah. you, brother. <laughs> All right. We'll put an ad on this podcast. <laughs> okay. Cultivating culture. <laughs> buy your athletic wear today. <laughs> I don't know what the... I don't know. Think of a commercial. What would your like tagline be? Uh, that's... See, I don't, I'm not good at that kind of stuff. Me either. Yeah. My cooking show is going to be called Throwing Down in the Kitchen with Jay. <laughs> yeah. That was an awful name. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So the last question is... What's your number one tip for living life? Ooh. It's a hard one. That is a hard one. I know. Um, man, there's like a lot of tips that you could give people to living life. Yeah, I know. You know what I mean? Like, but what's one? What's like the number one thing? So there's one, one quote, or not quote, but there's one thing that I used to say and tell people. I read some a few years ago. Maybe it wasn't that long ago. Mm-hmm. That was like... Instead of saying, I have to, tell yourself, I get to. That's a good one. Um, so, like, in the mornings, I remember, like, uh, was going to the gym every day, and I was, like, starting to just kind of get tired of it, uh, you know, and then going to work. And it was, like, when I read that, I remember waking up the next morning and telling myself, okay, I get to wake up, I get to go to the gym, I get to go to work, where some people don't get to do those things. Right, yeah. And I think when I started telling myself that, it kind of changed your mindset, my mindset and my attitude towards life. I was more grateful. I've always been someone who was pretty grateful for things that I have in life. Mm-hmm. But I think it really made me more grateful for what I had, especially the little things. So like, you know, something that we take for granted, like being able to go to work or just being able to go to the gym. Like there's some people that can't work out, you know, given their physical ability or whatever Mm -hmm. where 
I get to do those things. And so I think that really changed my mindset. And I kind of, you know, wasn't so, I don't want to say depressed. Mm -hmm. I don't think I was depressed, but it just kind of changed my attitude. It made me more happy. Yeah. More willing to like do things and go out and, you know. And push yourself. Right. Yeah. Just in everything though, like. But like practice gratitude. Right. Yeah, I think that's a big one. I've talked to a few friends about happiness or like what makes them happy. And that's the whole point of this podcast. But I think like, and I've read tons of books. Wait, I thought this was to figure out what you're doing in life. <laughs> yeah, it is. Oh, okay. But like to like see, I feel like. Happiness know, to, is part of that. Yeah, okay. happiness is a huge part of it. And so when I analyze all of the things that they have in common, like gratitude is one of the biggest common factors in all of that. So it's really interesting. So I get to do this today. Yeah. Like I get to have uh, a coffee and sit down with my brother and talk on a podcast. Today. Right, exactly. Not not a lot of people get to do those things. Yeah, welcome to my podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, thank you, brother, for being on my podcast. Oh, no problem. It was, it was a pleasure. Uh, is there anything that you want to say before we go? Uh, no, okay. I don't think so. So Thank you for listening to me ramble. <laughs> okay. Well, if you have any questions or if you want to see my brother's awesome mustache, uh, comment <laughs> below. I don't know. Okay, thanks everyone for joining me on my podcast episode today. Um, I hope that you tune in next time for my future guests. I hope to release an episode once a week, so don't forget to subscribe and look out for the next episodes. Thanks. Okay, bye everyone. <laughs>